Welcome to the Episcopal Church of the Holy Communion. Thank you for joining us for this sermon. You can find all of our sermons at holycommunion.net and our Facebook, YouTube, and podcast channels. Consider hitting like or subscribe. Consider sharing this sermon with others. It helps us to reach more people like you. We are so thankful to those who support our ministry. You can give today at holycommunion.net backslash give. God loves you, and so do I. Can I get a response? What can I do for you? (laughs) Pray for me. I'm going to talk to you this morning about three issues raised in our scripture. Fear, happiness, and preparedness. Let us begin where we left off last week with Proverbs chapter 9, verse 10. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. You all remember Reverend Mike told us that out of scripture last week. And the knowledge of the Holy One is the beginning of the truth to understand who God is. See, the fear of the Lord produces the greatest possible life that any person can ever live. There is no better life on earth than a life lived in the will of the Lord. To put it very simply, walking in the fear of the Lord is your individual decision. If you fear God, then you will want to honor God in everything that you do. It's like with your parents. You love your parents, but you fear your parents. You, and out of that fear for your parents, you have a wholesome respect and high regard for them. It's relational. In our text this morning, The word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. Do not be afraid, Abram. I am your shield. Your reward will be great. In Luke, Jesus says to his disciples, Do not be afraid, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. So, should we be afraid of God or not? Jesus tells the disciples not to worry or to be anxious because God knows our needs. If we seek God's kingdom first, God will give us both the kingdom and everything that we need in order to have enough. But what is this kingdom of God? What is God giving us? The kingdom of God, Jesus replied, is not something people will be able to see and point to. Then came these striking words. Neither shall they say, lo here, 
or lo there. For behold, the kingdom of God is within you. With these words, Jesus gave voice to a teaching that is universal and timeless. Jesus says that it gives the Father pleasure to give us the kingdom. Just as we should not be anxious about our daily bread, we should not be anxious about the inheritance of God's kingdom. However, even as I say these things to you this morning, I have personal apprehensions about my own inheritance as well as my preparedness for tomorrow. Just as the kingdom of God is within me as well as within you, I, like the farmer from last week, am motivated to stockpile for tomorrow. Even though God has made it clear, our task is to trust in God in all things. Is anybody feeling me this morning? Trusting God is a refusal to give in to fear. It is a turning to God even in the darkest of times and trusting God to make things right. This trust comes from knowing God and knowing that God is good. God is good all the time. All the time, God is good. Let's say that together. God is good all the time. All the time, God is good. It is God's good pleasure that we receive the kingdom. So let us fix our eyes on Jesus and not on the storms that surround us. See, there is so much to draw our attention away from receiving God's kingdom. An election this past week where some people celebrated and others were very disappointed. A continuing effort to be made whole from the effects of the devastating floods from, last, from the last week in July. The continuing lack of an ability to successfully manage the impact and the effect of the spreading COVID and monkeypox viruses. Our challenges in learning to manage to live in a climate environment that is increasingly becoming more volatile. But Jesus has promised, I will never leave you nor forsake you. The presence, power, and peace of God is within us and overcome these fears of nature and those made by humans. God does not want us to worry. God does not want us to be anxious or concerned. God does not want us to have unmet needs. Our psalm this morning tells us, Happy is the nation 
whose God is the Lord. Happy the people who has chosen to be his own, whose God has chosen to be his own. If we have God king, God's kingdom in our hearts, then we have the true source of happiness, the true source of strength, hope, and wisdom. See, believers in God will always have these things. So any nation, any group of people, any individual that aligns with the teachings of Jesus Christ can expect to receive God's blessings. You see, an alignment means a relationship that you are living and loving in the same direction as someone else. When we are aligned with Jesus, we are living and loving according to the teachings of Jesus Christ. There is one more thing I found to be profound in our scripture this morning. We must be ready. We must be ready for the Son of Man is coming at an unexpected hour. The person who is living the life of faith in the Son of God is a person whose loins are girded and whose light is burning. Are we living as if we were ready for the second coming of Christ? Are we ready to take on the task and assignments given to us by Jesus? Are our lamps burning? As if we were ready to receive Jesus in the middle of the night. In the Bible, light has always been a symbol of holiness, goodness, knowledge, wisdom, grace, and hope, and God's revelation. Are we doing the work of God where we live, work, and play? Are our lamps shining brightly or are we running out of oil? Are our wicks trimmed so that they won't go out? All of this simply means, are we doing the work that Jesus expects us to do? How many of you have had the experience recently of making a purchase online or in person or visiting a doctor's office or being selected at random to complete a survey. It seems to me more and more others want to know what you think or how you feel about the experience that you had with their organization. Questions are asked and some possible responses might be excellent, good, average, below average, not applicable. I wonder how would I answer my survey if Jesus were to walk in today and ask some of the questions he posed over the time he walked on this earth. With a simple yes or no response. Am I on track? And doing what I'm supposed to do? 
Can I say yes to Jesus Christ? That I'm a living and kind follower of his teachings? Can I say yes if asked if I'm helpful to others and obedient to the teachings of Jesus? Will I be able to answer in the affirmative when asked about my forgiveness, my honesty, and my thankfulness? But most importantly, am I acting justly, lovingly, and giving mercy and walking humbly with God. Amen.